What's up, everybody? Welcome to Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. My name is Funky Sam Medina, and I am here with comedian Pratik Srivastava. What's going on, everybody? I don't know why I keep waving, but there's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also here with uh, with Florida rock star Xavier yeah, Florida. Lacuna. Hell yeah. What's up, Xavier? Yeah. What's going on, world? Hell yeah! Welcome on. back, man. We uh, you weren't here with us when we did the preview for Full Gear, but you're here for the uh, for the review. Hell yeah! For the actual oh. review. Huh. Yes. Sorry, I missed Definitely it. I was good important. brothering too much at a at a good brother's wedding. So sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, was it was it Luke uh, Gallows or Carl Anderson? <laughs> oh man, I wish. But uh... <laughs> was there a hot Asian wife? At the <laughs> there might have been a hot Asian wife there. Oh man! Hell yeah! How you guys been? <laughs> Been good. Been good. Gearing up Big for rock. Thanksgiving. It's a it's a it's a fun time of year. Oh yes. Yeah, it's something ready. Like ready to eat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanksgiving's on my wife's birthday this year, so we're pretty excited about that. Hey. So oh, hey. I'd have to request her birthday off. <laughs> <Hey>. Lucky. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do we have any news? I don't I didn't really look for any news. Is there any stories happening? Anything uh, uh let me check. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't think anything. Uh, anything Andrade anything. posted a very like sort of goodbye tweet, so there is a lot of rumblings Ooh. that maybe he's getting released from his AEW contract. Oh, interesting, because he's not being used very much. No, um, and well, so, he had that whole fight with the uh, with Guevara, with Sammy. Right? Yeah, Sammy Guevara. Uh, yeah, and Sammy's AEW full. You know, just all in. He's a cornerstone. He's a he's a pillar. He's say. a pillar. That's what I was trying to say. He's a pillar. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So did Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston had a backstage fight with him a few months ago because Sammy called him fat. And then Eddie Kingston came back. Apparently, Eddie Kingston came back after suspension. He looked for Sammy. And he found him. And he apologized to him. Okay. Huh. That's not like Eddie Maybe. Kingston. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's admirable. Yeah. No, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, he knows. he knows he needs to keep his job. That too. I never knew. Did he kind of get bumped down the card, kind of? Like, I feel like he was. Yeah, he's not, he's a dark guy now, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if he's not really like doing punishment. much. I mean, because his main storyline was the, the Chris Jericho thing, and that's right. what he like, kept him on TV. And now he's not really feeding with the Jericho society so much. And then mm. on top of that, Ortiz and uh, what the fuck is his name? Santana? Santana. Yeah. Apparently, they have real life heat and they split up. Like they don't want to tag anymore. So oh, Kings within each other, with... like both. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So 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 or uh, Kings has been tagging with Ortiz. Mm. So we'll see what happens. But you know what? Honestly, though, he needs his job because I didn't hear of Eddie Kingston until uh, one time he was in Impact for a minute, and that's the first time I heard of him. Yeah, I might have seen the Impact. Thing. I feel like I saw like him on Impact, but I don't remember the match or anything. No, he was in. Uh, he was in James Storm's group. I forgot what they were called. The beatdown clan, or no, that was MVP's group. I don't know. <laughs> all the, all, totally all the impact it. stuff kind of runs together for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not much of the news front. You guys want to get into some all gear? I mean, whatever. They <laughs> <laughs> should call it that. All gear. <laughs> They'll start running out of pay-per-view names. There will be an all gear coming in 2025. <laughs> AEW presents all gear, all elite oh. gear. They just start, they just start like uh, using different words from different names. Yeah, all out. We'll all have gear. casinos and gear shifts. Like, <laughs> do you guys? Here, here's a crazy. Just I'm just spinning off here. Do you think they'll ever, they'll ever do uh, more than four pay-per-views a year, or do you think they'll come up with mm. like uh, like their own type of mania? 
Wrestle Kingdom situation. Mm-hmm. Well, Triple they kind Mania. of do. I think isn't All Out their WrestleMania? I think I guess, All Out, right? Is, yeah, that's kind because of their they do a big, they do a weekend, everything. Yeah, weekend. If they ever have a Hall of Fame, that could be during that weekend. It would be during yeah. that weekend. Yeah, um, uh, I don't they crown the inaugural champion. I guess, don't they have more now because Full Gear Revolution? Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Double and nothing. then is the next yeah. one after that all out? They'll do they used to have like fire fighter festival, but that's become like a special episode. They do a lot of special episodes of dynamites that yeah, they do, consider. which I think is yep. pretty neat. Actually, if you're yeah. not gonna do a pay-per-view, you might as well do like a big monthly show on TV. On TV. Yeah. Like, and sense. yeah, Forbidden Door. We'll see if we get a forbidden that you're right. That technically is a that's their fifth one, if you want to call that a fifth you know. I think they want to make that annually, though. I don't know if they're going to do it. And will it be like the next? They said they were going to. In fact, after uh, Forbidden Door happened, Tony made some comment like, "Oh yeah, next year we're going to try to do it in Japan." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, that would be dope. Crazy. Speaking of Japan, Kenny Omega challenging William Ospreay. Oh really? Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom for the yeah yeah yeah. That was announced. Oh, did Kenny Omega win the G One? How did that happen? <laughs> Are you predicting that? No, no. No, oh, it's but, an announced uh, title. Yeah. I haven't heard about that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, just I just read it today. I thought Speaking the Wrestle Kingdom, the G one winner, got the world title shot. Oh no, the, the world US champion title. is uh the world champion is uh uh the other guy from the Bullet Club. Yeah, Jay White is Jay White, the, uh, right. the world champion. But yeah, Will Ospreay is the US uh IWGP US champion. So, oh yeah, that's gonna be dope. I can't wait. To it's see gonna that. be a great match. That's one of those. I'm gonna step till three o'clock in the morning to watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I will this year for sure. All right, let's get into full gear, you guys. Uh, we have full gear, AEW full gear, and we were where were we? I don't know where it was. Oh, the Prudential Center in New. Oh, New that's Jersey. right. It's important where they were. They were in Newark. Yep, they were in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, so we had a dark match. So I don't know if you guys watch Rampage, uh, but La- Rampage last week we had the best friends. Apparently Rocky Romero is the best friend now. Uh, we had the best friends uh, talk to uh, the the monster factory, the factory, and they uh, they challenged him to a five on five ten man tag. And they said we're not going to tell you who our mystery partner is, but he is very evil and very mysterious. Mm. And they played a creepy video, and they're like, ah, oh, whatever, it's just Danhausen. Anyway. It was Danhausen. So we had a ten man tag in our opening match in the in the pre show. It was the best friends with Rocky Romero and Danhausen taking on QT Marshall, uh, a bunch of other people I never heard of, uh, <laughs> and uh, the good guys won. Hell yeah! I feel like they should be u- utilizing Orange Cassidy in a better position than this, especially because he's the All Atlantic champion. But at the same yeah. time, that tells kind of an afterthought. What do you guys think? I mean, the I All Atlantic. Or, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I I missed that match. So, Pratik, you have the floor. I didn't see that. I was one. I was just thinking, like, yeah, I I didn't I didn't watch the entire pre-show. I caught I caught a little bit of that match. I like Dan House, and he's kind of you know, is he evil now? Blah blah blah. It's like, I of, think that'll yeah, be interesting kind of to see. Um, it definitely felt like more like a TV match that they just kind of oh, we need to pump up the cards, so let's throw it on there. Um, uh, yeah, I wish yeah. Orange Cassidy had gotten a proper title match 
with the Atlantic title. But I also understand that the Atlantic title is sort of the traveling, which I think that's what's actually cool about that. Like if, if I had to get rid of a title, I wouldn't get rid of that one. I'd rather get rid of the trios because I think the Atlantic title, having a touring title is something you don't really see a lot anymore. And so I understand, you know, this is a touring title. It doesn't necessarily need to be defended on AEW programming. I understand right. that. Yep, but, yep. It's the journeyman's yep. title. But it's I great think concept. that... But Orange Cassidy is so over with the fans. I still think he needs to be in 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 main event matches or at least a, a proper build match on a pay per view. At the very least, your big four pay per view, he should be on there in some capacity. So it's a little bit you know denigrating for him. I'm a little disappointed in that. So yeah, yeah. Xavier, what do you think about this? I mean, you didn't watch the match, but like uh, this all impact. What do you think of the all impact title in this situation? Like we just talked about. I totally agree. I think uh, having that concept of, you know, the working man's kind of title and especially like, you know, going to different countries and highlighting and showcasing. I think Pac was doing it a little, you know, when he was out there. Yeah, Pac was in several promotions. Right. Yeah. So jumping around and, you know, now we have Takeshita. So, man, you know, it's like endless possibilities. But I I generally, um, I like concepts that are kind of, you know, out of the box and, having it kind of be like countries represented and highlighting that when you're kind of presenting the matches, it's cool. It's, it's a really good concept. And yeah, orange can be doing, you know, more as far as, you know, taking it around the globe. So. Absolutely. He hasn't really done much as far as like what we, we saw Pac doing. Exactly. I hope he gets more chances. Yeah. Go to DDT, you know, just show up. Like you could do, you could do a lot. And now they probably have a much better working relationship with DDP uh, because a bunch of DDT guys (laughs) coming through. Uh, We saw Ricky Starks defeat Brian Cage in a semifinal match in the Eliminator title tournament or the Eliminator tournament uh, for the world title shot, whatever. Um, This is cool, I guess. Ricky Starks goes on. To face uh, Ethan Page in the final of the tournament, it's kind of lackluster. Um, did you guys see this match? Didn't see it, but I feel like it's just weird that the finals of the tournament weren't on the pay per view. The finals will be on Dynamite. It's just yeah. <laughs> the structuring of these of this tournament has been a little weird. You know, I get that there were some injuries, maybe it wasn't by design <laughs> because of the injury stuff. Um, uh, I, I'm guessing they're building to Ethan Page, maybe getting the win. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I love Ricky Starks, um, but it is, you know, it's it's going to be different with it being on Dynamite, you know, the finals, on, you know, an injury did occur, but it just kind of take it sucks it, you know, it sucks the air out of the room a little, but yeah. it'll still be cool. I'm I don't know if you guys saw this match, uh, the final match on the pre-show, Eddie Kingston defeated Japanese wrestling legend June Akiyama. And uh, it was a good match. It was an okay match. I mean, these two guys are just hard-hitting dudes. That's kind of their thing. Uh, but after the match was over, uh, Eddie Kingston was looked like he was crying. I think he was just kind of over overwhelmed with emotion. This is a Japanese legend. Probably something he's looked up to for a long time. And he may not be doing much like we just said a few minutes ago, uh, but he's getting these dream matches out of the way. If he's enjoying it and the crowd was into it, it sounds like the crowd was into it. Um, you know, then that's, you know, that's all that matters. And maybe, maybe sometimes you need a match to sell the pre-show, you know? So maybe that was, that was what this match was. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, you're definitely right about that. And then he could have promo and said, by the goddamn pay-per-view. After his <laughs> match is over. Good for he, him. He's he, still a company guy. You know, he gets the microphone and he goes, he looks at the production guy. He goes, how much time do I got? Two minutes. All right. 
buy the goddamn pay-per-view. He's going to feel the things too, but that was pretty funny. Uh, so the, after Eddie King is told us to buy the pay-per-view, uh, show starts. We have Jungle Boy, Jack Perry in the first match, defeating Luchasaurus in a steel cage match in 18 minutes and 40 seconds. This match was a really good storytelling match. I enjoyed it. Um, Christian Christian did well in this match. Uh, it was just it was just a fun overall match, and it really felt like the um, the the happy ending that Jungle Boy needed in this in this situation. Yeah, what do you think, Pratik? Good good kickoff match. You know, it's it's always interesting when pay per views start with the stipulation match. You know, generally speaking, the stipulation match is kind of something you throw in the middle. But mm-hmm. I thought it was a good creative decision to start with this again. Jungle Boy, I, I know we talked about it on the. Uh, on the pre on the on the preview of this, I was like, oh, Lucha Source needs a win, but you know what? Lucha, they did a really good job making Lucha look strong. He again, he really reminded me of of early Kane in this match. You know, just being like a big old monster, tossing around. You know, I, I just and again, like the blood, the blood wasn't like unnecessary blood. It was the right amount of blood. It, it made sense for the match. Jungle Boy, you know, you you felt for him. You felt for the drama of the match. Great way to kick off the show. Very happy with this. And again, Jack Perry looks like a million bucks coming out of this match. So, yeah, you know. absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Xavier? I agree. I think, you know, with Jungle Boy, I feel like it's taken a while to kind of not find the sweet spot, but just that match, you know, that match that kind of brings them up to that level. You know, that you, there's a lot. There's a lot that you can bank on with with jungle boy and you know splitting up splitting him up with luchasaurus and inserting christian cage the match was great good storytelling he they beat the hell out of each other man and they were doing some they were pulling stuff out that every time it's like oh shit you know it was great it was great yeah it started off the pay-per-view really hot i was thinking they should have called this match a christian cage match (laughs) i challenge you to a christian cage match all right uh let's see what do we have next uh we have the death triangle oh this match was really exciting we had the death triangle defeating uh, this is a shocker to everybody defeating Mm -hmm. the elites uh this match ended when Pac slid the hammer we talked about the hammer critique we did talk about that yeah he slid the hammer into uh to ray phoenix Kenny Omega picked up Ray Phoenix for the one-armed angel, the one-winged angel, whatever he calls it. And then Ray Phoenix hit Kenny Omega in the head, rolled him up. One, two, three. The Elite does not win the trio's titles back. What do you guys think, no. Critique? I thought it was good. I actually thought this was going to be the, the the match to start the pay-per-view. So, you know, I mean, they threw it in the, the number two slot. But again, you know, people want to see the Elite. They came out. I'm personally... I'm taking out everything I think about the elite. I think it's good that they didn't win just because that it keeps the story going. And now, as we know, it's a best of seven. So to me, the chase is in the title. So yeah, let's, let's see what they can do. And, you know, these are obviously they've worked with death triangle a lot with, and we have this hammer thing and we got Pac and all this stuff. So I think it'll be interesting to see this best of seven. I'm excited for the, uh, the next one. I believe the next one's uh, this Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier, I'm excited. Yes, yes, I I actually hard agree with critique. Um, I I was happy and genuinely surprised to see that finish because I just figured they'd just you know hand them right back to the elite, so it keeps the yeah, story going. Everybody thought that, you know, yeah, it was it's and it's kind of predictable, right? But mm-hmm. now it's a best of seven, and dude, I can watch that match a million times over. So I think it's a great idea. I'm fully invested, and and they just work, man. It's crazy that the the six of them together 
just fabulous. Absolutely. Yeah, we saw we saw the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks just turn it down a few times in the past. So this is oh, definitely yeah. really incredible. Uh, was it just me, or did they announce the seven, uh, the best of seven after the match was over? Way well after, I think. Yeah, yeah. well after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like um, with this match, they couldn't give the titles right back to the elite because it's like, well, okay, so you're going to take the titles from us because they're not suspended anymore. Gee, thanks, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the seven, the best of seven is going to be a, probably a nice little way to drag it out to give it to the elite, but like not for like two months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That was, that that was, was it was a really fun match. I was excited. So to the title that. will be on the line each each match. So it could go back and forth, basically. Oh, that's interesting, Ooh. too. Because then you got the elite could end up being like a three time champion or two time champion. It could be, yeah. <laughs> they still get some. Do the first reigns count? They have uh, to, right? Part. Yeah, as part of your title like numbers, Linear. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the trio's titles because it looks like the WCW television title. Oh, you the belt design. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. cool. Oh, okay. yeah. AEW definitely wins the better belt design contest between WWE. That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the next match, we saw the uh, the TBS Championship Jade Cargill, who was dressed like Shatara uh, <laughs> from Thundercats, which is pretty Thunder. awesome. Uh, <laughs> with the baddies, defeated Nyla Rose with uh, with her crew. Um, this was a pretty good match. It's kind of what you expected. You know, they went out there, they had a little bit of a hard-hitting match, and and uh, Jade came out on top because Jade is still undefeated. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm happy with the – yeah, and it wasn't too long either. I'm, I'm looking on Wikipedia. Yeah, it was right eight now. minutes. Eight minutes, that perfect amount of time. They're they're really getting the times down uh, with this with these matches on this card. Uh, yeah, and I – yeah, I like the, the Thundercat reference. It's probably my favorite part of the match was the whole, like, just like the uh, oh, to Thundercat. And, again, hard-hitting match. <laughs> they're using Nyla Rose properly. Just make her a hard mm-hmm. hitter. Yeah, and I, you know make, what? The make them a hard hitter. I should get the pronouns right. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Xavier? Uh, I skipped this match. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what did you think of the Sorry, match in y'all. theory? What did you think of the match in theory? In theory, I don't know. I I don't know. It's I love Jade in in a sense, but it's hard to get invested. So I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, in, in a really good match, uh, the Ring of Honor World Championship in a Fatal 4-Way match, the Ocho, Chris Jericho, defeated Brian Danielson, Claudio Casanova, and Sammy Guevara in 21 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, I don't remember how the ending of this match went down, but this is a really good match. Uh, I really enjoyed it. What do you guys think? Oh, great match. Just good back and forth. I mean, you have, you know, you have, like, superstars on this on this Fatal 4-Way. So it was, it was yeah, you do. Out. Uh, the ending was like, I mean, so so everybody's like the the twi- wrestling Twitterverse is a little bit pissed at Jericho uh, because I guess there was a he was supposed to connect the uh, elbow uh, the the final the final June effect while Claudio was spinning around. I guess he kind of missed the connection. I still thought oh, it was that's fine. what happened. Yeah. So Twitter is up in arms about that, but I'm know. like, it looked good enough. Off. Like, yeah, it looked good like, enough. It was, it was yeah. great. It was fine. It, the draw. There's again. Great pacing, great drama. Just yeah. you know, you're, you're you're captivated. You know that. So I I had no problem with the with the so called botch. I think I think people just have a lot of high expectations. At the same time, though, that's a really hard spot to hit because you have bodies moving. Yeah, yeah, you're literally spinning and trying to connect. Yep, it's cool in theory, and yeah, like what he got out of it was worth it. You know. Yeah. No, it was dope. It was really dope. Like. You know the 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 winner of this match was Chris Jericho, but I think the real winner is Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. 
he came out looking good. And and frankly, I think I like this story of the Ring of Dishonor with Jericho. Oh, I love um, it. I didn't think I would like it. He needs to keep going. He needs to take down it. all the title holders or whatever. I'm yeah. I'm waiting for Joe and Jericho to face each other. Right? Maybe that will be at their pay-per-view or whatever. I don't know what the plan That'll is. be good. That would be good. Yeah, I, li- I like the concept too. Um, I'm sure Jericho came up with it. I feel like when he's on fire, he's on fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's like, hey, Tony, let's uh, let's just have me bring Dishonor to Ring of Honor. It's great. It elevates the title. It, ele- it elevates the brand. And it's damn good matches. Yeah, it was a good four-way. And I, I, I like how they uh, they had no qualms with facing, you know, their respective team members, you know, mm-hmm. teammates. It's just, it was great. Good hard-hitting. Yeah, and then on, on Rampage, I don't know if you guys saw Rampage, but they did an interview with uh, the Jericho Society or whatever. And then their, Jericho just, you know, went off on this promo. And then he like, I'm going to win the title. I'm going to keep the title. And then he stormed off. And Sammy Guevara goes, not if I we'll see about that. That's what he said. We'll see about that. I was like, hell yeah, Sammy, go there and win the title. Uh, in a singles match, we had Soraya defeating Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, you guys, and this this was a pretty good match. Uh, you know, great to see Soraya back. She's, you know, Britt Baker's one of the best in the business. But like I really felt like she was selling her neck a little bit too hard, and it was it kind of took you out of the match because you're like, Oh, is she okay? And then she's like, Aha, I'm just kidding. You know, whatever. What did you guys think of this match? It was definitely, I mean, for me, it was definitely, you know, I definitely felt her emotions, you know, coming back, big, big comeback yeah. match after a few years. So definitely, you know, it, it, it you, you kind of knew she was going to win. So it was more about the journey to get to that win, which kind of is sort of like another match on this card. That I don't know, man. After the, elite, after the Elite lost, I just, I didn't know who was going to win. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> But it definitely felt like a high impact match too, you know, even with yeah. everything with the neck. So I thought they did a good job, you know, with the smoke and mirrors of, you know, the injury and everything. So yeah, but I can see your point about like, you know, like maybe a little too much overselling, but you know, it's 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 fine. It's for the drama. So I, I was very happy with the match. Oh yeah. What do you think, Xavier? They started out strong, man. I was, you know, almost genuinely concerned, you know. That first uh I don't I don't know at one point of the match, but there is that spot where she drags her off the apron and it's like she dropped her straight on her neck, you know, but Hey, no restrictions. There's no restrictions, but it's great. It was great watching them do their thing. And, yeah. you know, I love Britt Baker and it's good to see uh Soraya back, but oof, I was definitely concerned, but no, it was good, good finish, good way to end it. Bringing in her brother for the extra emotion, you know, similar mm. to, uh, yeah, to that Jungle was Boys. Good to jungle oh, boys mom and sister being in the crowd i feel like when you have the family aspect it's a whole different so a whole different yeah. element to when she was in uh when she was in wwe and her her other the older brother roy when he wrestled too i really wanted to see them bring in her brothers roy and zach as as like her her bodyguards right so she can talk shit and then hide behind the knight brothers or whatever they want to call them yeah, and, you know whatever. So tight. hopefully, maybe she'll in a couple of months she'll turn heel and they'll bring Zach in to to watch her back or something. You never know. That'd be cool. I mean, I'd be into that. That that would be cool. Yeah, and it, be because cool. people have seen the movie, it adds that extra layer of mm-hmm. like, whoa, it's the guys from the movie kind of thing. It, it That's true. Yeah, WWE's uh, they're they they did a big dis disfavor by letting her go. Mm. Yeah. Big mistake for big sure. Mistake. Yeah, and uh, Zach Knight, who her brother Zach Zodiac, Zach Knight. He posted a picture on Instagram of him like at the entrance area of, of the pay-per-view and said, Oh, is this my future? 
And so I don't know if he's talking to Tony. Mm-hmm. Hey, if she is smart, if Saray is smart, she's she can have anything she wants. Hey, I'll come in, bring my brother in too. <laughs> yeah, even for even for a, a you know a quick storyline. Yeah, Some... even bring my brother in for one run. And if you yeah. if you like him, keep him. If you don't, let him go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I hopefully he comes in. I I do think that'd be great. Uh, in the next match, let's see how long that was a twelve minute match. Peyton Soraya. Um, this was another shocker, actually. Samoa Joe defeated Wardlow and Powerhouse pow, pow, Powerhouse Hobbs uh, for the AEW TNT title in nine minutes and fifty five seconds. Of course, Joe did pin Powerhouse. However, uh, I was shocked that Wardlow because he's their Goldberg. Uh, he lost, yeah, the and now Joe's a double champion. It uh, it threw me. I was I, I was excited. I actually pumped my fist at the level. Like, yeah, I'm a big Joe fan, so it de- and I definitely expected like, oh, Joe's gonna be strong, but he's gonna lose. So I'm happy right. that he's he, yeah. double belt Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two double belt Joe. Hell yeah! <laughs> Another Samoan with two belts. It's, <laughs> we're getting we're getting Joe. Off. Um, maybe they're doing this to build to this, you know, Ring of Honor. Because so on the poster for the for the Ring of Honor pay per view that's coming up, po- Joe's like the featured wrestler on the post so maybe they're building to you know like a like a belt versus belt or something or like double titles on the line or something or even so joe wardlow for joe's for the team sure that would be great i think uh, because technically like you said wardlow never got pinned so you know we're the story's not done here if anything you know we're get we're gonna get these two big men slapping meat again so i'm i'm excited you know so we'll put and like not that. too long of a match too again so short match keep us hungry good title change you know yeah no no complaints Yeah, it was really good to, uh, one, end it that way, and two, just, you know, surprise everybody by having Joe, you know, go, go over, you know, cheating. Well, not necessarily cheating, because there's no DQ, but, you know, just smash him with the title, and it was good. <laughs> you know, I love Hobbs. I love Joe. Everybody's throwing each other around. Wardlow doing the, the crazy aerial maneuvers. It was good. I was invested, and I really look forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah, Wardlow's definitely getting getting better. He is nuts, man. You know, just... I don't like the no DQ and triple threat matches. It's it's always a <laughs> thing, and I just I don't understand it. I just don't like. I it. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I don't know why. Every triple threat match is no DQ. It's crazy. It just makes like it, it. It's like ECW. <laughs> uh, in the next match, oh, we had a no disqualification tag team match. There you uh, go. Speaking Sting, of no DQ, speaking of no DQ, Sting <laughs> and uh, his his son Darby. <laughs> <laughs> took on uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal in the notice qualification match, and uh, Sting and Darby Allen got the win. Uh, this is a, this is a you know it was good for what it was. I can't really say I'm a fan of any of these guys at this point in my life, but it was good for what it was. You know, utilize Sting while you can, right? Jeff Jarrett still has a few years left in him. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? I think, um, yeah, I went into this with a little bit lower expectations because I'm like, okay, what are they yeah. going to do? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, I think Jay Lethal could get some more wins just to make him a little more, um, you know, of a threat. You know, he's a heel. You know, a heel's got to have a couple wins to be more threatening. But, uh, you know, the match itself was was fine. I liked just like the sort of the coordination between like Darby Allen throwing himself out of the ring. You know, it was, it, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Darby Allen. I think he, you know, I do worry about, I worry about his health when he's going to be like 40. Is he going to be able to walk when he's 40? That's the real question. Oh my gosh. Probably not. 
but uh, uh, I think the uh, I think the cr- the crowd was really into when Sting was doing the the death drop on what's his name Satnam Singh or whatever the big Satnam Singh Satnam Singh yeah is it a corny spot sure but the crowd was into it and it's Sting you know he's he's we we were only gonna get him we weren't even sure we were gonna get him let's be honest there he, he thought it, we thought his career was done in 2015 so the fact that he's still on pay per view doing some stuff and the crowd's into it I'm I'm uh, so I was fine with it and it wasn't too long also I'm looking at the time here what was it uh, 11 minutes yeah so you know just car crash of a match just do it that's a good way to describe it yeah yes human car crash yeah it was good i'm a sting guy so i feel like anything sting does i'm already invested um i was talking a lot of shit about darby allen a few episodes ago on pwn and like it, it literally hit me like a ton of bricks the other day i was like okay like i get it like i get his character i get oh you do you know yeah, and, and I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I was like, holy fuck. Like, I was like, I finally get it. Like, it just, he fits his purpose. You know, he is a tiny guy, but he just can just turn it from zero to a hundred in a minute. And the way, yeah, he's super reckless, but it's it's beautiful. Like, it's almost poetic. It is worrisome. Um, yeah. But just everything as far as, like, the gothic imagery and all the, the vignettes that he does himself and sprinkles in all the weird shit. I think it's great. Yeah. Like I finally get it. You know, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like this is what we're going for, you know? And it, it just works. Cough and drop, cough and splash, like all the gimmicks, no pun intended. It's just good. The first I, get time it. I heard of him. He did that coffin drop on the apron and the guy moved. Oh, that was the first, my first experience with Darby Allen. I saw him against uh, Joey Janela in Orlando uh, it was like an MLW taping and he did some type of front flip off like a second story balcony and it was oh, just chaos. Yeah, wow. dude, he's nuts. So wow. didn't get yeah, it then. He, but he, he makes out. he makes Jeff Hardy look safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about level. Jeff Hardy, you know, no, Darby Allen, man. Yeah. He's I mean, he's cool. Like he's definitely exciting. And if it's you know, like like CM Punk said, if I was sixteen, maybe I'll like him. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people around last year when I mean Punk that was his first he had he had his pick of anybody he wanted to wrestle and he picked uh, Darby Allen and I thought a lot of people it it really raised his profile too and I think a lot of people who maybe weren't the biggest Darby Allen fans I think that match changed their minds so I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy to see it uh, yeah I mean it was it was not a bad feud I think my first I didn't really know him in the Indies I knew him I, I think I liked there was some I think it was like a Jericho title match when Dynamite was first on the air and he he was like handcuffed and he did like one of his like suicide dives like while handcuffed like a front flip or something and that's what got me like, <laughs> and your hands free and you're doing these wild flips like goddamn wow yeah that guy in the shocker of the night <laughs> Jamie Hader defeated Tony Ooh. Storm. For the interim mm. AEW Women's Championship in a match that was 15 minutes, exactly. Um, I I wasn't really I didn't pay too much to this match. You know, I didn't I don't think Jamie Hader was a credible opponent, and I didn't think I just you know Tony Storm's gonna win whatever paint by numbers. Uh, but Jamie Hader pulled it out. I mean, she had every trick in the book. Right, Rebel was there. Britt was dressed up as a camera person or something, and she was involved. Yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty chaotic. Uh, but Jamie Hader. Ended up winning the title. What do you guys think? I love it. I love Jamie Hayter. I think she's great. Uh, all, all her stuff in Japan was incredible. So I'm just happy for her and happy she can shine. Was she in stardom? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. I got to check that out because I'm sure. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of her work was great. I'll send you some stuff. 
I think this is going to build to a Brit uh, Jamie uh, title match down the road. There's, there's yep. probably a story there. Oh, you think? I thought that Tony was just going to win it back because there was so many shenanigans. <laughs> but it this could probably, though, because... probably not done. Uh, they'll probably do another uh, match. They'll uh, probably do like a triple threat or something. Probably a triple there, threat. There was some uh, dissension between Brit and Jamie not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Sean Spears tweeted out, like, can we just do away with interim? And yeah, I think at some he point. He the word bullshit in his tweet, too. <laughs> like, interim is bullshit. Either you're champion or you're not. And then, think... you know, what's funny is he, he I, I saw his tweet, interim is bullshit. Either you're champion or not. And my first thought is, oh, he must not be employed by them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, yeah, he's definitely not a company man tweet. That, that's <laughs> no, funny. that's definitely not. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess AEW unfollows Sean Spears at the end of that tweet. Probably. <laughs> that, um, but I think like the point of interim, I think is like, okay, like uh, if there's like a summer or like a three month stretch where the champions out there and you're getting that unification match. Great. But if I'm not mistaken, Thunder Rose is still, it's going to be a while before. It's Thunder longer Rose. than originally thought from what I just recently heard. So they got to do something. Like, I, I think at some point there's got to be some sort of like, I think we were talking about this maybe in the preview. In the preview show, like, yeah. Cause that's when like, Tony said, he might yeah. just drop the word interim. Yeah, but you got to do something, like do a tournament or do some sort of like, you know, best of to get to the – and then that those two, uh, 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 Jamie and whoever fights, or maybe do a triple threat. Maybe do something with Tony, Jamie, and Britain, and that winner of this match, actual champion. No more interim. Like, you know, you can't just drop the title. You can't drop the name interim. You got to do some match. There's got to be some uh, uh, way to make it organic. I'm yeah. sure they'll come up with something. That makes sense. Yeah, they should. It's it's complicated and confusing, and you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's even worth it. Just strip them, strip them. Good night. Yeah, do it, you point, can't do just it. Just tell her when you come back, you're no more contender. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And, you'll get a you know, shot. It, you know, you'll get a shot when you come up. back. I think it it does also open doors. You know, creative wise. You know, you have to think on the you know on the tip of your toes. Like, okay, uh, let's do this let's insert you know this person or you know there are some benefits but no I, I don't think like the interim is it's enough i don't think it's good yeah i think it would even be fun i, I guess if tony was champion at this point um if they pulled the whole Shawn michaels razor Ramon thing where uh thunder rosa comes back uh with the title belt pissed off saying that she never lost and they have title versus title that would yeah. be cool like that a ladder match cool. or something maybe. yeah yeah well, Should yeah. be a statute of limitations, like Pratik was saying, kind of like a window of time, like, maybe <laughs> yeah. like three months, like a month. How long like, has it been? Year, I don't know. Huh? We had the fatal four way. Do you guys remember? Which one? The fatal four way where they crowned uh, the interim title. Mm. What is that? It was after Forbidden Door. Yeah, it was. Thunder Rosa was still champion in Forbidden Door. What was the last pay per view they had? I don't remember. Was it? All out. All, all out. We're all out. Okay, so it was all out then. That was what in September? Yeah. yeah. Well, that means uh, Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, yes. Almost, that's been the intro for almost two months now. Yeah, I um, think three months should be the max. Max. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's a good window, three months. Even if, you know what? Even if they took it to Revolution, which I think is in February, and they did some kind March. of like ladder match there. March, dang. Yeah. Oh, really? They're pushing it to I mean, in San Francisco, you guys. I really want to go to that. Oh, Dude, no. you should go. I kind of want to yeah, go. I can't I afford it right now, but I really want to. Maybe between now and then I'll be able to, but uh, <laughs> it's not really in the cards right now. But I really want to. Uh, we had a uh, a semi-main event. It was the AEW World Tag Team Champions. The Acclaimed defeated 
swerve in our glory uh, because Keith Lee uh, did not want to cheat. Swerve gave him the uh, the pliers and said, "Here, break his fingers." And Keith Lee said no, and he threw the pliers away. Swerve slapped him, and then Keith Lee did like my cat does when I pet her and she doesn't want to get pet. He's I'm out, and he just turned around and walked away. And then uh, Swerve was by himself, and they hit him with a couple of cool double team moves, and they pinned him one, two, three. Still tag team champions, the acclaimed. Yeah, it was uh, maybe a little long. Yeah, dad, yeah. daddy ass, daddy ass getting kicked out. They, 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 oh. they sent away. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even gonna come out. He just came out because he thought that his boys would get their fingers broken. Yeah, like what is what? That from happening? <laughs> daddy had to look out for his boys. They um, said in the beginning of the match, they said that daddy ass wasn't coming out because he didn't want his emotions to get the best of him. <laughs> they live. Literally did say that they didn't want to cost them the match. What did you guys thought of this match? What did you guys think? I think maybe a little it could have could have been trimmed a little bit, could have been a little mm-hmm. tighter, yeah, a little, little long. Um, yeah, I had a feeling that you know if if uh, Swerve and Keith Lee are going to lose, they should they should break up. Uh, so I thought it was a great way they build the tension a little bit and like Keith Lee's like no you know face turn for I feel like Keith Lee was always a face but this yeah, is like absolutely and Swerve was tur- slowly like getting more heelish yeah so you know that probably that means that Swerve and Keith Lee are the next they're gonna face each other next you know uh, you know so Keith Lee can squash his demons and yeah if if Keith Lee's a single star I've I've no problem with that so you know that that's fine and the acclaim are super over um so keep this keep this face title run going so yeah yeah, I feel like the match did its job. Um, the tag team itself between Swerve and Keith Lee perhaps ran its course, but it was a great course. Short, sweet, uh, excellent matches, excellent storytelling. I love the acclaimed. Yeah, they are super over. Anything they do is either hilarious or just good and organic. Um, it was good. I'm, I'm ready to see that chapter end, and I like a heel Swerve, so I look forward to seeing where that uh, where that takes us. Yep, absolutely. You're right, though. I didn't even think about it like that, but the the tag team, it was short and sweet. It had a good run, and it kind of did run its course. It was a way for us to kind of get used to them, and now they're going to go all their own separate ways. Yeah. It's the magic of that formula. You know, every time uh, you listen to JR say it all the time, the goal to put, you know, two dudes together is for one of them to pop off, you know, and Mm -hmm. if they do, they do, and if they don't, they don't, but we we got a hell of a run out of it, so it was fun. Man, wrestling's been trying to recreate Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty for 30 years. <laughs> Not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Uh, and then in the main event, we had MJF defeating John Moxley for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship in 22, 23 minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, the end of this match came because uh, William Reed, or no, uh, MJF pulled the ring out, the diamond ring out of his pants. And he put it on his finger. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to use it. Because he couldn't beat Moxley. Moxley was just whooping his ass. Mm-hmm. And then William Regal came out. And he was like, nope, nope, nope. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> a few minutes later, William <laughs> like a- Regal slid up the brass knucks. Mm-hmm. He used them on John Moxley. He got the pin. One, two, three. Um, this is weird because MGF was going super babyface. So I'm not sure what they're going to do from here. What did you guys think of this, though? I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, we, we, I feel like we all had a feeling that MJF was going to win. It was just a matter of the journey. How was that going to happen? Got I there, thought, yeah. 
you know, yeah, he's he's a face. I was I was thinking I was pitching like, oh, maybe they're going to do like some weird like Austin Brett double turn, but this is fine. I mean, you had this building story between Regal and MJF that's based on truth. You know, this whole like history of like, oh, Regal saw something in him, but then he, you know, gave him the business, and then he was like, no, you have to do this for yourself. And then lo and behold, the guy that told him to do it for himself, he's sliding him knuckles. And I thought it was a good way to play up. Uh, Regal's history too, because Regal famously used to use the brass knuckles in a in a heelish way. So to me, it's great that he's like, no, I'm not using the ring. I'm using Regal's knuckles. So it creates a little bit of mystery. Um, yeah, I mean, look, MJF, he's clearly got face, you know, reactions, but you know, I think he wants to have some say in his character, and he probably wants to, you know, you want to be the devil, you kind of got to be a devil. So I think, I think it's going to. Yeah, it's gonna be a pain. But he, but you noticed he got a baby face reaction, even though he used the fucking brass knuckles. Like there were people were cheering for, like, yeah, the brass knuckles. So he's getting those reactions. So I think it's, um, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. I'm happy uh, that he, he well deserved. You know, he got to do it on the East Coast. It would have been even cooler if it was in Long Island. I mean, the, the place, the roof <laughs> would have blown off the place. It would have been Long Island, but still in his backyard. As I think he's even said that in a promo, like. I'm I'm gonna win this in my backyard and 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 really good storytelling in the match too. You know, good hard hitting. You know, there were a couple references to Flair at one point too. I think MJF was doing a little Flair walk too. Like all those little touches are you know perfect. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy with the match. I'm you know, hell yeah, yeah. It was definitely a good match. Um, it's definitely the right time to put it on MJF. I always look at you know when the title changes hands more so where do we go from here. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like who is going to be, you know, the champion. So it's like, let's see where it goes. You know, let's see what feuds are going to, you know, come about and we'll see how the run goes for MJF. But it was good storytelling. The Regal thing, I saw the writing on the wall a mile away, but I didn't hate it. And it's a cool concept. And, you know, maybe it's going to come down to like, you know, Moxley doesn't need me anymore. MJF does, you know, and we'll see. It's interesting. I'm really invested and. Yeah, I think it's a good time to to put the title on MJF and see see where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was a spot in the match where MJF did a tombstone to John Moxley on the ring apron, and uh, it's I swear he really hurt his knee. It looks so real, and he was falling oh. the knee for the rest of the night. He even sold the knee at the media scrum afterwards. Scrum. I hope that he did not give himself an injury, and he has to drop that title because. That title is cursed. <laughs> if that happens, then what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this has been a, this has been a year of hot potatoing everything. Like, God. it has been, it has been. And then, and then there was another spot in the match where uh, Moxley was just like punching MJF, and the the crowd was booing. There were like hell like, a few times, and there was one time specifically where Moxley looked surprised. He's like, "Whoa!" Because Moxley's like the most popular thing in wrestling. Oh, when they were booing Mox? Yeah, he was like surprised. So that kind of gives an opportunity for him to, you know, like we talked about last time, for him to go on his vacation, right? Come back in six weeks and be like, fuck you fans. Yeah. That return heel. Uh, I'm fine with Moxley turning heel in AW. It's, it's, it's about time, you know. Um, uh, it, it's also interesting to see what will happen with Blackpool uh, Combat Club now that Regal has turned uh, to uh, uh, MJF because there's still Wheeler Yuta, there's still Claudio, there's still Brian Day. I feel like they, they can go their separate ways at this point. Probably. Yeah, I mean, there's already there were seeds. I think Yuta and Claudio. Mm-hmm. No, uh, somebody's not getting along. Is it Yuta? Yuta and, and Danielson. Yuta and Danielson aren't getting along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And where do you go from there? You know, and is it really necessary having the blood pool combat club? You know, I don't know. No. Well, we cool because I feel like we're in a time frame right now where MJF can be a baby face with using the brass knuckles, maybe. So we could get the maybe uh, the combat club could fight the firm. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they could just dissolve, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I do feel like if Moxley came back and he was like a super crazy heel, then, ba- then uh, MJF could still get over as a baby face that way. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll probably get one more, maybe not right now, but we're probably going to get one more uh, MJF and Moxley match down the road. And they shouldn't do it right now. They should save it for, save it for another time. Keep it, stip- keep it separated. Make it, maybe make it a stipulation. You know, yeah, I think probably a double, or, double or nothing. Yeah, because that's a big show. Yes, I don't think we need to see it at Revolution. It can no. be even later. Yeah, yeah, save it for double or nothing. Um, maybe because uh, MJF should have a nice, easy, one. good first title defense. Yeah, where he goes right back through hell against Moxley. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I guess we're interested now to see what happens on Dynamite because a lot, a lot of things went down. A lot of titles changed hands, which was some of which pretty surprising. And uh, I just, I'm really curious to see which direction MJF and William Regal go after this. You know, and, and you know what would be really good too is if maybe Brian or or Claudio, I almost said Cesaro. Uh, avenged this, and maybe they were the first contender. Hmm. Huh? I w- I would be definitely interested in that, and I have no problem with Brian going. Bri- Honestly, Brian doesn't need a title. I think he Daniel Bryan should be treated like a like an attraction, like a Brock Lesnar type. Honestly, like he should just come in. He could wrestle for the title, but you know, if you keep it, if you keep his matches separated and spaced out, then his match will feel like a title match. So for me, yeah, you can come in, you can be the first challenger. Although, correct me if I'm wrong, we know who the first challenger is. It's going to be the winner of this eliminator. Yeah, thing. I guess you're right. Uh, winter is coming whenever that is. Yeah. Uh, December, prep, one of the coming first Coming shit. Winter's already yeah. here. It's already here. <laughs> here I am. Hell yeah. Uh, overall, uh, this was a pretty good pay-per-view. It kept my attention. Uh, I, I didn't. It didn't feel like three, almost four hours, like some of them do. Uh, I really enjoyed it. What did you guys think of it? Thumbs up. I liked it. It was good. I was happy. I was a happy camper. I bought it, paid money. You know, happy customer. It was good. Hell yeah. yeah, just good pacing. Uh, you know, looking at the times of matches, no, there weren't too many matches that dragged too much. I think that's a big thing with... Uh, all, I felt all out, especially some of the matches dragged out a little bit. So I think Tony's doing a good job just trimming, you know, keep it, keep it moving. When you have fucking how many matches on the main card? You had, you had uh, 10 on matches it. on the main card plus three on the page. Like, yeah, like <clears throat> leave the audience wanting more. You can always do a rematch later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I look forward to uh, the next one. Maybe yeah. I'll be there. Hopefully, we'll see. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're going to my hometown. Not really. They're going to San Francisco, but I'm close enough. Yeah, you're close, close enough. Damn it! Yeah. I'd come down for that if if it's a good card. I'll, I might come down. Well, yeah. we're, we're I might fly out. Time. I'll let you guys know. We'll link uh, up. We'll make a yeah. we'll make a party of it at Revolution. Yeah. If we'll you guys go, up. if either of you guys go, I gotta go. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's wrap up. Let's wrap up there. Um, you can follow uh, you can follow me on social media at Funky Sam Medina across the board. Um, Pratik, what about you? What's your social media? Yeah, Pratik Comedy, P R A T E E K Comedy on all all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and I'll I'll be downloading Mastodon soon, so you can you can check me out on. Hell yeah, check me out if you if you if you're on there. 
Follow me. It's the same handle at Funky Sam Medina. I love Mastodon. Oh yeah, keep it consistent. Baby. I made a tweet on Twitter that said Mastodon is everything Twitter should have been, except without people. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Xavier? Where are you at on the on the internet? You can find me at Xavier Venom on Twitter. You can find me at Lord Xavier on Instagram. And if you click on my link tree, you can find all my music, all my shows and videos and all that fun stuff and the link to this podcast. So smash it. Hell yeah. Subscribe.